What's up, crew? What's up, squad? It is uh, December 17th, 2023. Welcome to another, actually, the final Ghost uh, and Clover podcast of 2023, brought to you by our good friends over at uh, European American Armory. We'll talk about them a little later on. And uh, go ahead and mention, since uh, we tonight's episode will be a little bit special, it'll be a little bit different than what we've had all year long. Uh, go ahead and mention uh, uh, big thanks uh, all year long to Taurus as well, who has sponsored the viewer-driven segment. Uh, we're both uh, proud members, ghosts of Self-Defense Radio Network anyway, myself, uh, Farms Radio Network. Uh, and big shout-out and thanks as always to the uh, Patreon patrons, YouTube channel members. If you go to either one of our channel pages, Scroll down to any video, whatever, uh, you'll see the uh, join buttons there. We both do a lot of cool stuff and uh, definitely appreciate the support. I'm going to go ahead and bring Ghost in, and uh, we'll kind of talk about how tonight is going to roll. Those that are out there early uh, have, a, uh, have, a, have a bit of a surprise tonight. Yeah, what's up, man? Hey. Last one of... Uh calendar year 2023 we're going to take off oh a month month and a half or so maybe depends um from now until after shot and all that but we got christmas coming up and new year's and then it's full blown into shot show mode and then all of that craziness that uh once you get back so uh yeah we're going to do a little bit something different tonight we discussed last week that if you were here last week uh, or listened in the last week, you'll know that all three segments are going to be viewer topics. And to kind of get away, Chloe, from uh, people jumping in, and then by the time we draw the names <laughs> being gone and we sit there for a couple right. minutes waiting for someone to say something, you've yeah. come up with a different way to uh, how we're going to choose them. Yeah, and I think we'll also do that probably in 2024 for the podcast as well. Uh, that we will be telling you what to type in the chat in order to become eligible to choose a topic. Um, And by the way, thanks to those that do come in, they do stick around, that you are paying attention, that you are making sure you're hitting a little button and the little uh, red dot is there and you're live and and all of that. Because these things do go into audio replay and silence is absolutely killer for uh, those folks in, in audio replay, they do not like, and I'm sure you probably agree if you listen to audio podcasts. Uh, but yeah, for our first topic, and, and we'll uh, we'll give it a couple of minutes. Type a one in the chat for those that are out there early. Type a one out there in the chat, and we will uh, roll the dice, so to speak, here in just a uh, minute or two. And uh, whoever we uh, pick will give us our first topic. Of the and if you get chosen for like topic one and all that, unless there's like no one else out there in the chat that does excuse you from the, the next two, probably. Um, but you might be the only one listening at that point. So still have your topics ready. So uh, real quick, while we're doing this, do we want to uh, talk a little bit about European American Armory? Um, can't make it public yet, but there's a pretty some pretty cool news coming down the line for EAA. Something that uh, we were surprised, but not really, but surprised, you know. Um, but, yeah, we want to say thanks to the European American Army, EAA, Chase, and Keith, and Paul, and all those 
find people, Sam and Omar and everyone over at EAA. They're, they're great friends of both of ours personally and both of our channels, obviously. Uh, looking forward to seeing them next month. But, uh, yeah, a big shout-out to EAA. And, and Clover already mentioned earlier, um, you know, thanks to everyone that's always here and supporting and keeping up with the live chats and all of that. We do appreciate you. Uh, but one of the ways that you can help us out as well is to go over to any of the social media, uh, especially like Instagram or Facebook, if you're on those platforms, and go to EAA or you know EAA Corp and uh, find a post and just leave a comment and just thank them for sponsoring the Ghost and Clover podcast. It will mean a lot to us. So that's um, simple. And uh, that's you know, simple, I'll throw yeah. out. Uh, I'll throw out there too. Uh, again, one in the chat if you want to choose a topic. Um, but yeah, I'll throw out uh, out there that um, I talked to actually Chase the other day, um, and on the witness twenty three elevens, um, we're very 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 close to having the five inch models here. Yeah, and the. Um, and uh, six inch <laughs> and ten millimeter, the ten, 10 millimeter stuff. Millimeter we um, shipping. They say next week possibly. Very, very, very close. Very, very close on all of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting draw here. I, in fact, it's not even giving me the option to draw because we have one person that has typed one in the chat. So I'm going to call it. I don't yep. know why we've got people watching and nobody is typing one in the chat. Um, the number one. Type but, the number uh, one. The well, number actually, one. you know what? We're going to call it. So MC's already got a topic out there. So we're going to call it. MC has the topic. Here we go. He's his topic. He says uh, 44 mag and tracker versus other brands fit uh, recoil, roll, trigger, etc. So, um, okay. We can uh, we can we can vamp on that screaming skull saloon come in a little late. We already called it though, buddy. For, uh, <laughs> Stick around here. because all three segments are going to be viewer driven. So we have two more after this. So stick around, yep. and when we ask you to put type that number in there, type it in there, guys. Yep, yep, yep. Wait for us to give you that command, that number. Type it in, and uh, you'll be eligible once. Uh, yeah. So yeah, am I running with this one? I guess so because I have zero experience with the Taurus tracker. So well, um, you know, you can you can you can participate still. I can participate, yes. I'll figure um, out a way to participate. <laughs> um I don't know. Sykes says, why do I not see uh, the comments on the YouTube stream? That's interesting. Um, that is interesting. I don't, I don't know. know if you're on Ghost. I don't know if you're on the Ghost and Clover, or I don't know if you're on mine. So I don't know. Maybe because nobody's typing could be part of it. Thanks. Uh, but back to MCs. Uh, Tars 44 Mag and Tracker versus other brands fit, uh, recoil, roll, trigger, etc. So I, I could speak to mine. It's kind of hard to speak to very many others. Um, I know that with the right grip on there, which was the topic of the latest video I did on mine, um, with the right grip, the recoil, the roll, uh, it's, it's not that bad. Uh, with the 4-inch ported barrel that's on mine, um, it was pretty brutal. And I'm not recoil sensitive at all, so I'm not complaining about it or anything. I'm just telling you. Um, I, you know, I... It, 
I'd be just as good off good good off shooting like a, a uh, uh, dang it a uh, what am I thinking uh, a fifty right so or five hundred S and W that's what I should have said um, so fit and finish uh, it's not a Smith and Wesson uh, tracker if you if you know the history of Taurus rather uh, you know Taurus uh, had some contracts and some other stuff with Smith and Wesson back in the day so they carry over a lot of the Smith and Wesson design uh, the metal urgy and, and the, some of the detail to fit and finish uh, is just simply not there with Taurus compared to Smith and Wesson uh, of course understandably so because of the price point <laughs> you know um, and typically that's what you're sacrificing with price point right um, unless a company comes up with a way that they can do just about as good as work, they can automate that process and there's less hands on that. Look at like Langdon Tactical, look at Wilson Combat, look at you're paying for somebody to sit there with your particular firearm for hours, if not days on end, right? Um, similar even with the mass produced Smith and Wesson stuff. Uh, there's quite a bit of hands on and. Uh, double checking tolerances and and the uh, what am I thinking the uh, QC QC department right uh, as far as the trigger uh, comparable I think uh, again very similar design to Smith and Wesson um, now go ahead and and I guess what's another big time revolver company I mean I guess you could compare a little bit to a Ruger is there anything the out there that Ruger that yeah I was gonna say Ruger and yeah. Taurus might be on that same I would view I would view Ruger and Taurus honestly pretty close, and yeah. some people are going to get upset about that. But I have never seen Ruger as the pinnacle of exceptionalism in in firearms. Yeah. Um, with some of their stuff, maybe like uh, maybe the old school Blackhawks, for example. Uh, if we're talking about revolvers, anyway. Um, but um, you know, again, price point. A little bit, a little bit more on the price point side. Uh, recoil wise, I think the I think the Ruger stuff is a little bit, honestly, a little bit more on the recoil side of things. Quite honestly, uh, I will say this about a Ruger: Ruger seems to have a little better trigger to me, probably than a than a Tracker, uh, and even a Smith and Wesson in certain things. We're talking specifically with you know forty four mags here and and um that larger style frame so um when we're going with something like that i mean unless you're getting into some custom work custom shop smith and wesson which a lot of stuff you see out there is uh yeah i, I you know ruger I'll, I'll give that that much to ruger anyway yeah like i said i have zero experience with taurus tracker really i mean most revolvers at this point um i have zero experience what I will say is I have actually shot a couple different Taurus revolvers at range days, and I don't think any of them were 44. I think they were 357 mag or 38 special or whatever. Um, I can tell you from what I've shot from Taurus revolvers versus like some Smith and Wessons and other companies. Um, to me, they just don't feel quite as good. That doesn't mean that they're not good guns. Uh, something about the ergonomics, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's 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 what they put on the uh, on the grip as far as material or textures or whatever. Um, to me, they just they don't feel great. That said, 
my experience with revolvers obviously is limited uh, in comparison, way in comparison to Clover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, Sykes out there uh, was saying, y'all need to pick a single YouTube channel. Um, yeah. We do. It's called Ghost and Clover. And we would really appreciate those that hang out, that watch the, this podcast, that participate live. When you see the notification come up, whoever's channel it's on, go over to the Ghost and Clover and watch it. So yeah. uh, we could care less if you watch it on our individual channels, to be quite honest with you, for the reason that you're bringing out that um, you guys cannot all interact in the chat at the same time basically and yeah. uh we unlist this on our individual channels as soon yep. as we record live anyway so uh show a little love uh here at the end of the year very last episode <laughs> bad time to say that i guess but show a little love to the ghost of clover channel get get prepared yeah. get ready for 24 right that's right that's right uh our goal with we would love to not stream this on our individual channels and stream it only on the ghost and clover, but we're not naive to think that our, our audience is going to watch it on ours. So we're, we're going to continuously try to drive people to the ghost and clover channel. That said, um, that's why you guys aren't seeing some of the comments as they're on different channels. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, hop over on that channel. If you want to switch midstream here, then uh, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, I guess we can move, start shifting gears to the second topic. Again, for those that are joining us live that are out there, we're going to give you uh, what you need to put in the chat, and you will be eligible to choose the topic. Uh, thanks to MC for choosing the first topic, but all three topics tonight provided by uh, you guys. Um, last, last episode, while everybody is... Uh, what do we want to do? Type two in the chat. That sounds good. Yep. Type two. Type two in the chat. How about that? So type the number two in the chat uh, if you want to be eligible for the second topic to give us the second topic of the night. Type a two into the chat. Whichever and we don't mind if they're all gun questions or whatever. We, we will we answer whatever, whatever yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. Um, while folks are typing two here, uh, since we've kind of talked about EAA already. Yeah. Um, and we talked about Taurus already. And we just, yeah, we talked about, <laughs> I did anyway. Ad nauseum yeah, you did. About Taurus yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, Self-Defense Radio Network and Farms Radio yep. Network. We have mentioned them at the top of every episode. But uh, yeah. let's real quick give those two places a plug, just for folks out there that may not know what they are. I'll let you go ahead and talk about Self-Defense Radio Network a little bit. Yeah, so uh, Self-Defense Radio is obviously a podcast network of, about self-defense. Uh, you've got like the Polite Society out there, uh, Armed Lutherans out there, Gun Freedom Radio, uh, Eye on the Target with Amanda Suffolk-Cool. Uh, Gun Freedom Radio is with Cheryl Todd, if you guys aren't familiar with that. Um, uh, what are some of the other ones out there? Um um, riding shotgun with Charlie, uh, obviously is on there as well. Obviously we're on there and all of that, but, uh, yeah, I gotta, I, I, I gotta put you on the spot with the, with the one. I'm just lucky. I remembered some of that. Of, I probably could yeah. go to selfdefenseradio.net and that will, and you will, figure it out. <laughs> and you will yeah. figure it out. But no, it's, it's, yeah. uh, they're, they're obviously two way podcasts with, um, They're, 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 they're podcasts that not, are not 
only about it, but is is about self preservation, self defense. Yeah, a, I would say. Yeah, yeah primarily, primarily two A and all of that, but uh, it's a good one. And um, we will be making a move in 2024. Um, we'll probably still be a part of the self defense radio network, but we're going to uh, be moving to a different network. Um, in 2024, or, I guess I'd adding probably, one, maybe. Adding one, but uh, we'll be uh, we won't be exclusive over there, but we will be touting it uh, more, and that would be the Firearms Radio Network as well. So, um, nice. There you go. Nice. Uh, speaking um, of Firearms Radio Network, yeah, once you uh, tell people about what's going on over there. Well, I, I would say, uh, in contrast, a little bit to Self Defense Radio Network, Firearms Radio Network, while it does run the gamut of firearm related content from you know the, your regular firearms banter to you know review type stuff to the latest and greatest and review to uh hunting uh competition i mean there is also um there's also some two-way stuff on there sure. as well um but you know some of the um some of the stuff over there uh is um dang i'm trying to remember the ar-15 podcast bud busters uh, the reloading podcast, talking lead, um, and then you know don't want to don't want to forget because it's a big one um, because that's essentially uh, who is uh, I don't know how to put it in control would be the right it, way to it, phrase it, it. administering it um, maybe administer yeah administering the firearm network or the OG channel maybe or OG podcast of the firearms radio network is we like shooting and most right. everybody's familiar with Sean and Aaron. And, and uh, the guys with uh, with We Like Shooting. So a um, lot of cool stuff over there on the Vimes Radio Network uh, for you guys to check out. And, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed uh, being a part of that uh, that group and that and that crew over there. It's been, been fun. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, let's draw. Let's see if we've got more than one. Uh, and then we we've do. Got we've got six entries. There so. you go. We're going to get the uh, screen share up here. Uh, and here we go to choose our next topic. So if you're out there, if you type two in the chat uh, and we pull up your name here, then please let us know, PDQ, uh, what your topic is going to be. And for our second topic, we've got Rich B. Rich B. So it looks like uh, just a couple of minutes ago, Rich B commented, maybe. Four or five minutes ago, so hopefully Rich B is still out there. Rich B, give us a our topic, our number two topic for the night. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, kind of having a little bit of heads up. Rich has uh, thought about what he wants the topic to be. He said, "Here, that's fantastic. What's the topic, buddy? <laughs> we could talk about here. I guess we can. Uh, I guess yeah, uh, that'd be a to. yeah. I mean." <laughs> Ear. Puff, Ear. puff, pass, baby. Puff, puff. Ear. Oh, that's a different one. That's a different one. Here, here. Bueller. 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 Nine Bueller. times. Be more like Rich. Rich. Topic. Rich. Oh, snap. Ice's best uh, caliber and type of rifle for 500 plus yards. I like this one. I like And since like we it. were revolver earlier, you've been doing some PRF stuff and some other yeah. things. Get after it. Yeah. So, uh, best caliber 
500 plus yards. Can you run a two, two, three, five, five, six? Absolutely. You can do, <coughs> excuse me. Do I think it is the best cow? Not even close. Uh, I think that the, the two, two, three, five, five, six is probably the best. I would say to 300, um, up to 500 probably, but, uh, definitely inside 300. That that's definitely the way I would say for, 500 plus yards. We're talking about the best, not our favorite. If it's if you say my favorite, I'm going 338 Lapua. Do I think that it's the best? No. I think that I think that what you should probably look at are two different calibers. I'd say the 308 Winchester and the 65 Creedmoor. If I had to choose one, I would probably say 65 Creedmoor. Only because you can reach out to, I mean, you can reach out to a mile with it, but at a thousand yards, the Creedmoor is is really a great flat shooting projectile. And the reason why that's important, especially for maybe PRS, is um, it's going to be a little bit more accurate at longer ranges. Uh, that said, I, I would say for me, it would probably be the 6.5 Creed, but I don't think you can go wrong with uh, the 6.5 Creed um, or... And it all depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking for hunting or are you looking for PRS? If you're going to like competition, then there's going to be some wildcats out there like the six arc and some different stuff that are probably better than the six five creed. But overall, whether it's PRS or hunting or just having fun plinking at 500 to a thousand yards, I think a 308 or the six five are the two ways to go. That's just me. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in that six millimeter and, yeah. uh, even and, seven at this point, know, six and a half, you know, six and a half millimeter, you know, 6.5, um, range now. And I can't even think of all of them. I think there's a six, there's even a six creed more in there now. Uh, yes, there is. Um, yeah. so, um, and I think that, I think that the problem when you start getting into that, I think, and it, it plays into, I tend to think six, five Creed and, and three Oh eight. Now I probably lean more three Oh eight because yeah, sure. I'm more traditionalist. I really haven't, I, I got no problems with the six, eight Creed more cartridge at all. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't got the rifle, taken the plunge, went that route. I, I've shot plenty of them. I, I just, I don't own one. I haven't, I, I got a bunch of stuff in 308, 308s always served me well. Yes. Uh, my savage model 10 is lights freaking out. And so, um, yeah, yeah, just never had a need. Now, um, I think that one of the reasons, and you didn't mention this, so I'm going to, I, yeah. I think, I think you alluded to it, but you didn't say it directly is cost of ammo. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Six five both, Creed and three oh eight yeah. are going to be some of the most economical to pick up, and they're also um, usually readily available. Yeah, because they make so much of it. Quite honestly, yeah. um, so you know your odds are you're going to be able to to find that a lot easier. Now, you know if we if we start talking about you know the my passion or my love or what I would probably get behind if it was like guaranteed. You know, 500 was absolute minimum. Dude, I'm going 300 win mag or maybe yeah. even, which I like better than a 300 win mag, but maybe even 300 weatherby mag. Yeah. Um, yeah. If we're talking about minimum of 500, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and you probably wouldn't talking... break out the 50 BMG for that, but uh, the, the 300 mag stuff, absolutely all day long. Yeah, uh, and you're talking about 300 win mag and, and either whatever, whatever. But you're start now. You start talking about a little pricier, um, 
than the 308 and the 65. Now, you talked about 50 B&G, and I brought up 338 Lapua, which are phenomenal. I probably wouldn't bring either one of those into play until you reach out to at least 800 to 1,000 yards minimum. Um, that's just me because you can get the same job done at such a fraction of the cost mm-hmm. um, with other calibers. But, yeah, WinMat is great. Um, but what I love about the 308 and the 65 is they're they're easy shooters. Uh, they're not going to beat you up, maybe like a wind mag would. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, but but you know, th- there's some great ones. But yeah, I would say any of like the 30 caliber. You know, I think that any of the 30 calibers, which which would bring in the wind mag, the 65 Creed, and all of those, uh, I think that those are all solid, solid choices. Yeah. Um... Dang, of something I was gonna, I was gonna say about um, what was it? Dang, I don't know. Um, the I think it was what Sykes was getting at out there. He says, um, he says six five is too zippy for hunting. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I wanted to address it. it. Says doesn't do enough damage to drop the animal. Uh, tend to lose them uh, for lack of a blood trail. Um, so two there's two factors in that, and six five is not too zippy to hunt with. I know tons of people that hunt and dead drop. It may not be the optimal. Day day. Yeah. I think it could be even optimal. Here's the really? issue with okay. hunting that here's the issue with hunting that most people don't take into consideration. And I get it. Uh, the vast majority of people, and I'm not, and I'm not calling Sykes out and saying that Sykes is one of these people. I'm just saying I, I, I live in a FUD country. I'm a self-proclaimed King FUD. So I know all too well, uh, you know, how people act. Uh, and they'll go out and they'll buy a rifle that's recommended or suggested, and they go to Walmart or Academy or Bass Pro, wherever, and they grab whatever the cheapest box of ammo is, um, and you know, or say, hey, you know, some little 18, 19 year old behind the counter, uh, you know, hey, what's some good hunting ammo, you know, and they don't want to pay the sixty dollars a box or the whatever it is, and they buy the twenty five dollar a box instead of the sixty dollar a box, and so. There's two things when you when you deal with hunting, uh, as um, your projectile, your ammunition, the type of ammunition, not just the, the cartridge or the caliber, mm-hmm. uh, and then the load, I should say, uh, be a more accurate way to put it, um, and then your shot placement. Uh, and all too often, I see people around here that lack both. Uh, they pick the wrong ammo, and then they absolutely, you know. Um, they, I mean, with the ammo that they choose, they would have to have a, a, an absolute through and through vital shot, you know, getting close and relying on the energy dump, dump to do damage to organ tissue just isn't enough. Right. Um, and that's a lot of what Sykes is talking about. It'll burn through. So, you know, that's great if you, if you burn through a, a direct organ hit, right. Yeah. Um, then that's that's great but the problem is if you're not getting that that surface area is not wanting to expand and you're not able to dump the energy of that round a hot round provided that the that the projectile will expand and dump the energy of that hot round uh can be pretty awesome i've seen you talk about 300 wind mag i've seen i've seen some three deer shot with 300 wind mag uh at less than 50 yards oh my god and it's brutal it turns them for a somersault yeah you know and that's an exaggeration energy, obviously yeah. it doesn't do that 
Uh, but it it completely <laughs> throws him for a loop. Like seriously, it is like yeah. he got hit with a truck. But that was using a projectile that as soon as that projectile come in contact with any kind of resistance, it increased the surface area so it could actually dump the energy, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and so a lot of people don't though. Like I said, they don't when you're talking about hunting, um, they don't they don't pay attention to that. Like your old school guys do. Uh, but a lot of the new folks, they don't take the time and they don't take the time. And this was an issue with the two, two, four Valkyrie, as you know, yeah. uh, still an issue is barrel twist. So a lot of folks yep. will get the wrong barrel twist, uh, ammo they for their still barrel twist fixed or whatever. That, they haven't not really, not unless you hand load, but yeah. you know, if you're not careful, you can get a projectile that's too heavy or too light for your barrel twist. That's a whole other uh topic that maybe in 24 somebody asks or if we, yeah. we think about we can we can bring it up talking about barrel twist but uh, essentially if you if your twist is um is too slow it will not stabilize the projectile right so you're basically hitting the animal broadside with it or whatever that's yeah. not going to be optimal uh obviously you're not it's not going to expand you're not going to be able to get the the uh you're not going to be able to get the uh the most effective use out of that projectile uh, and then if you are too fast yeah. then um you run the risk of spinning the jacket and stuff off of that and so mm -hmm. what you'll have is you'll have a projectile that effectively effectively won't work because it comes apart uh is the easiest way i guess to explain that so ammunition choice is a huge thing in hunting and and, and oftentimes <laughs> oftentimes overlooked yeah Yep. Um, let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. Um, I have some experience, obviously not in hunting because I don't hunt. Um, 30 out six is a caliber that you don't hear much about anymore. Wonderful. Uh, where, do, where does that stand? Uh, what's that? Wonderful cartridge, though. Yeah. Wonderful I just, you know, I, you don't hear about people talking about it yeah. when it comes to hunting or long range. Obviously, maybe uh, the newer technology, the newer cartridges have surpassed it but where does 30-06 stand in your mind um to me 30-06 is is to me 30-06 is better than 308 okay um for specific uh uses or just in general you're given the right rifle you know if you're talking about at range i mean you're talking about a lot more powder you're talking about a lot more of uh, you know some bigger cartridge uh, can hold more powder. Uh, you can get a little more pressure out of it. Uh, you can run some bigger projectiles faster. Uh, yeah. Bigger projectiles buck wind better. Bigger projectile, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different things. The issue that you get into with 30 off 6 has been around forever, which, yeah. uh, so is 9mm. Look how popular 9mm still is. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, but, there's just so many boutique, like newer stuff that's come along, but we've talked about this without the 30 out six, you don't get the 308 anyway. Right. True. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we didn't have the 30 out six, we wouldn't have the 308 and, and we wouldn't be talking about the six, five Creed. If we didn't have the 308. So, you know, it's, there's, while sometimes we can get frustrated with the question you pose, like what the heck happened to 30 out six, it's important to realize that it, 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 it had its purpose. Um, but we'll, like I said, we'll still get it done. I mean, medium to even larger game animals, um, at 
decent ranges, you know, hundreds yeah. of yards, uh, again, with the proper ammunition and stuff. And I'll tell you another thing with 30-06 that's really cool. If anybody has ever uh, played with these, chime in in the chat and, and whatever. Uh, or if you're in replay, comment down below. This is a good one. Uh, have you ever seen the accelerator rounds from, with 30 6 So an accelerator round is a 223 projectile and a Sabo mm. loaded into a 30 6 And you talk about screaming freaking fast. Now they do not make 30-06 accelerators anymore, and you can and you could you could get I think you could get 308 accelerators like that too. Um, however, E. Arthur Brown, pro tip for those that are interested that do reload, uh, E. Arthur Brown. Last time I checked, which has been a couple of years, and I bought a ton of them, so I, it's not like I've looked recently because I don't need any. But E. Arthur Brown used to sell the Sabos, and what you could do is just get you some uh, two two three projectiles. And basically make your own 30 out six accelerators. And if you've never shot those, oh, ho, 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 those are fun. Those are fun. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I, the only reason I brought that up is if you ask that same question that, that MC at, or Rich asked, I'm sorry, probably 15, 20 years ago, uh-huh. I think 30 out six is a very, it would be one of those yeah. that people would talk about, but you just don't hear about. The thirty yacht compared anymore. compared to again, it's a larger, it's a, it's a more right. powerful cartridge. So compared to the six five creator, the three hundred eight, I think part of the issue, um, it's also a long action, right? Which is totally yeah. different because of the cartridge size. So because of that, because of the pressures, and because of the recoil, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that's why you see more. You, you don't see nearly as many. Uh, as far as new production stuff or whatever right, in 30 yeah. in 30 six yeah. uh, obviously there's a ton on the secondary market and most quote-unquote gun guys have a 30 six of some sort maybe a m1 garen but most it's, or a, yeah. or a 1903 but i was, was going to say the springfield as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. most quote-unquote gun guys they have a 30 six sitting around somewhere um, so, you know, it's still, I wouldn't say it's a, it's an unpopular or it's lost, completely lost favor. Yeah. Um, I think lots of people still appreciate it. Um, it's just like you were talking about earlier with, you know, is it optimal nowadays right. with some of the stuff yeah. we got? And, and sadly, the, the, the answer to that is most times no. Yep. Yep. Um, let's do something. Great question. Things rich out there. Um, Last and final uh, question. We got some stuff to talk about after the last segment, so stick around. Uh, But let's go ahead and type the number three out there in the chat. We'll start collecting those um, and all of that. Um, Yeah, type the number three. Like I said, uh, thanks for that question, Rich, as well. Um, Keep them coming out there. But, yeah, type the number three out there in the chat. Uh, that'll get you uh, in the running to be chosen for the third and final segment. For those that are just joining, type the number three in the chat. And if you do get chosen randomly, have your question ready to go. So be thinking about that as well. We're going to give you a couple of minutes to do that as well. Yeah, and I think while we're doing that, we, we've we talked about EAA. We've talked about Taurus. We'll talk yeah. about both a little bit more while we're kind of waiting. Uh, you know, we talked about the Taurus Tracker. 
uh, the, you know, as far as the revolvers, the raging hunters, obviously is where it's at now. Uh, and that's a pretty, for, for, and for me to say, this is even crazier. That's a sexy revolver. They're, they're nice, man. And they look a lot like the tracker. They're a lot beefier yeah. and a lot bigger, but the uh, profile, right. Is, uh, yeah. is, uh, very similar. Uh, but yeah, the, the 460 Smith and Wesson is where it's at. Uh, man, I mean, you're able to run with 460 Smith and Wesson and, and, and in the chat, in the, in the comments and replay, whatever, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think with 460 S&W, you can run 454 Casul and, uh, 45. Cold well, I, I, I know that there are people that I know that do run the 454, uh, in there. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can run the 454 and the 45 Colt. I think in the uh, don't get me lying about the Colt. I do oh. not know about that. Yeah, yeah, and then you got the 460, and um, I like the 460. You know, brought up you know just kind of picking around, but brought up the 500 Smith and Wesson earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I much prefer the 460. Uh, and, well, where and does not the 454 about, Gasol, uh where, where does that stand in yours? Do you, do you like that? Man, I like the 460 better. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the 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 four fifty four Casul is to me is sort of like it's like a step above, I guess, the forty four Magnum. Yep. And so it kind of holds that place as the forty four Magnum. You know, at one time the forty four Magnum, we all know the line, the most powerful handgun in yeah. the world. Take a guy's yeah. head, clean off, right? Um, not so much anymore. So yeah. still, um, still will do that, but there are more powerful. Still, uh, yeah. But still an awesome cartridge and the history behind it and uh, you know elmer keith and whatever um still a great uh you know, great history as is the 454 console right yeah. great history yeah. there and everything else so yeah. um it's definitely appreciated for what it is but but that's why i like the 460 is because i have the option of also shooting because i'm not saying 454 console is a bad cartridge uh, but velocity wise, and as we were talking about earlier, a lot of these larger bore revolvers, uh, you know, there's a reason they call it the raging hunter it's because yeah. people hunt with them. And so again, you want, uh, you know, want a, you want a good cartridge that's got a good projectile. That's got enough oomph and energy to expand and dump that energy and everything else. And yeah. to me, 460, 460 gets the job done. A little bit better. I like it to four six. This you, this will make sense to you because you brought you since you brought this up earlier with the rifles, right? Yeah. I view the four fifty four Casul as the three oh eight to the six five Creed. That is the four sixty S and W. Well, there you go. That's a good analogy. There you go. You know what I mean? Yep. Solid solid cartridge. Nothing wrong with it. But there's there's a, kind of a new kid on the block type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, imagine if you could, if you could put your, uh, if you could buy a six five Creed and load three oh eight and shoot three oh eight out of it, right? Like, yeah, that would be amazing, right? And that's what you can get with the four sixty. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's um, our Taurus plug, <laughs> right? <laughs> At least on the on the revolvers. Somebody was mentioning, I think a, a PT ninety two or something earlier. Someone was talking about their 92. Yeah, they said that their 92 is badass. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're talking, yeah, yeah, you're talking any, any, you know, I'm not saying all 92s are good no matter what brand, but 
I mean, you can't really go wrong if you're going to do it right. You can't go wrong with the design of the 92. So, yeah. Uh, I've shot the 92, the PT-92 several times. I know you own one or multiple. I'm not sure how many you have, but I know that uh, yeah, that's got, something. I've got that, more than one for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, At one time, they were fairly reasonable. Uh, Academy would put them on sale pretty regular. I think I paid as little as about 250 for one of the ones I've got. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was like, like two forty nine ninety nine on sale at Academy one year. Yeah, that's yeah, tell you how many years ago that's been too. But um, hey, does Tor still own Heritage or no? Yes. So the only reason why I'm bringing this is I, I didn't know if they still did. I know at one time they did for actually a long time for about you as know as far as I know they still do. Yeah, well, I, and I thought I so. I, 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 I thought so. I just wanted to make yeah. sure. But um, yeah, I got a you know, heritage. Day, so heritage yeah. announced the new uh, part of the Taurus International umbrella. Uh, uh, heritage announced a, a, a new uh, coach gun. Yeah, they did. Which yeah, was funny did. to some of us. Um, uh, but, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. I don't know. They did. They, they, they're, they're, they're trying to do a coach gun, but they didn't do it anywhere near the right way. But it is what it is. And the MSRP, unless that's a typo on the press release, really worries me. Um, yeah. When you're a when you're Heritage, because I appreciate Heritage for what it is, right? Let's be sure, honest. And I'm sure. glad you brought up Heritage. You know, a hundred to hundred and fifty bucks for something to take out, you know, on the range with the kiddos, whatever, and just have fun all day. And have a blast. Um, yep. And you know, it lasts two or three years before you shoot it completely out or whatever, and you gotta go get another one. You've had that much fun. You're not worried you about it. Get your money's right? worth, yep. So Heritage has kind of built their name on that. Uh, and Heritage was FIE before it was ever Heritage or, or FIE was importing the Heritage stuff before it became Heritage. So they've been around a long time. Same thing. Mm. Very budget-minded, just they're fun guns, right? Sure. And so to move into now this shotgun that is high-end. Price is a mid-level high-end, yeah. I mean, mid to high-end shotgun is like, ooh, I don't know what they're <laughs> – it's going to be an interesting conversation at shot. Like I said, I don't yeah. want to talk bad about it. I don't want to knock them because I haven't yeah. had that conversation uh maybe they've got a demographic out there maybe they've got their ideas of you know how they're going to market it and what they're going to do but as a yeah. creator like if they was to send that say call me up and go hey we've got the you know the shotgun blah 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 you know do you want to you know you want us to get you one do you want to review it well my initial response is heck yeah right like sure. that's my yeah. initial response like I, i'm not gonna turn that down but then if i think about it for a minute hashtag will shield for anyone right but if I think about it for a minute, which is most people out there that know me uh, know that I'm this way, I'm really big on our role as a creator is to help promote the industry. We're here to assist the industry and help the industry. And so I've got to ask myself, how can I help them when I've had so much you know, budget-minded heritage stuff on the channel and now I've completely shifted gears into some high-end heritage stuff right well like, you can help them by saying this isn't you know i'm just I'm, let's assume that it might not be worth that price tag uh you can help them by telling them that or telling them hey why are y'all getting away from the bread and butter what people know heritage to be right you know, i don't know right i don't know mm -hmm. being honest with them 
And it's, that's the thing is we don't know at this point. We haven't had that conversation. Yeah, Sykes is damn nine hundred dollars exactly. Yeah. yeah, we weren't gonna say it, but uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's real draw, quick, man. Real quick, yeah, real quick. Uh, there's some more people that just showed up that are new out there that, that haven't been here, not new, but haven't been here earlier. Oh, they uh, we're getting ready to go into the third topic, so I'm gonna give everybody a few seconds. If you want to uh, be chosen or in the running for it, type the number three in the chat. That's all you gotta do. Type the number three. And you'll be eligible for the last. Um, Mario's got a good question, Mario. Type number three. And if you get chosen, we can talk about that. We, we will do it. Yeah. Um, and by the way, thanks to MC, who was our first topic tonight. Yeah. All three topics provided by you folks out there. Uh, and then uh, who was number two? Was that Sykes? Rich B. Rich. Rich B's who that was. Yeah. Rich, Rich B. B. Number two. Yeah. So thanks to uh, those yes, guys. Is, that, is, that, is he kin to Mel B from the Spice Girls? I don't know. That Maybe Mel B's brother, possibly son. That could be interesting. Mel B was a good looking uh, woman. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I Yeah, exactly. I want a hit. Not a I want a hit. I want a heritage shotgun for $900. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, Rich says, I wish. Yeah, right. No kidding. Uh, let's spin that wheel. Let's spin that, spin wheel. No that wheel. No whammies. No whammies and all that. Here we go. Um, get us your uh, topic. Hopefully you've given it some thoughts. You got them on deck. And it doesn't. We don't have a whammy. And we have a okay, whammy. So spin it again. We have a whammy. Spin that. I got to find my mouth. DJ, spin that thing. Spin that. DJ revolves it, huh? Basically. That's right. That's right. So Screaming Skull Saloon. Triple S gets the uh, final topic of the night here. Now stick around um, because we've got a pretty major announcement. We do. Uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit before we close the show. Something really exciting. Obviously, this is the last episode of 2023, and we'll see you again for uh, the podcast season anyway. Uh, sometime probably in February. But um, in between now and then, there's something interesting we've got oh, yeah. cooking. So, uh, oh, Triple S yeah, has the topic. So, here we go. Thank you for that, uh, Triple S. Uh, first aid trauma kit for range bag, and what do you keep inside of it? Mm, uh, it's a great Mario's, one. though, more interested. Yeah, well, what, was, what was Mario's? Uh, Mario was talking about uh, polymer uh, AR 15. <laughs> So let's do let's, let's do, do the first aid. I like yeah, that. Let's, let's do this. Um, no offense, Mario, but this is a better topic. Oh uh, man! So I've got. I'll tell you what I have for like the primary uh, is the my medic. Uh huh. Man, which one is it? Man, I can't remember. Um, I'm gonna go look. Just simply mm -hmm. because I can and uh, whatever. Uh, right. the, my 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 FAK, the MyFAK. Oh, so okay. Now I've got the there's like an advanced version. There's a couple different versions of it, and I've yeah. got the pro version. Is what I've got. So I got the pro version of the MyFAK. Okay. Uh, and that thing comes with just a ton of stuff. Um, it comes with medications, scissors, it, uh, you know, 
Uh, you customize it with the pro, I want to say, with the uh, with the tourniquet. Um, you've got the tourniquet. You've got the compression gauze. You've got all of the trauma-related quick clot. Yep. And that's kind of sure. what you get. Sure. You've got the basic MyFat, and I'm pimping my medic here, but I think you've, uh, you know those guys pretty well. Too, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, they, I mean, they've got good stuff. But um, I've got one uh, of the MyMedics. I'm not sure which yeah. one it is, but I've got one. Yeah, well, the the my my fact is what I've got, and that's the my fact pro. So the difference between my fact, I think and my it's fact my my fact. I, I think it's what I, I don't have the pro, but I think I have like the original yeah. my fact. Yeah, the pro has the trauma related stuff in it. Gotcha. That's, yeah, that's the difference. It's also it's more not, expensive. Yeah, but yeah. but that's why it comes with a tourniquet. It comes with all the trauma stuff. So as far right. as the range and all, now I have a little personal, a smaller setup with a tourniquet and a few extra things, right? Uh, but as far as the range, the one that you see in the background on videos a lot, stuff like that. Um, yeah, you got to turn them because you got the quick clots, you've got the compression gauze, you've got medications, scissors, you know, sting oh, yeah. kit. Um, man, it's just that my fact is full of stuff. And the cool thing about my medic is everything is individually packaged according to the need, not yeah. every item, right? But like your band aids, for example, are all in one little zip bag. Your uh, anything for like bee stings or whatever, or sure. mosquitoes are all in one little bag. Um, like you're trying to think the thermometer, there's a couple other like tools like that. I can't remember what are in one little bag. So everything is kind of individually compartmentalized. And if you go to the site and look at it, it's, it's pretty neat. And those bags are mm -hmm. color coded as well. There you go. So like once you kind of learn what's what, um, uh, makes it really easy to discern and go through and grab that stuff. Yeah. And, um, um, they also sell the individual packets. So let's say that you do have some type of unfortunate, hopefully not a catastrophic, you know, horrible accident, sure. but let's sure. say that you use up something out of your, my fact, uh, mm. you can jump on the website and just spend 10, 15 bucks, whatever. <laughs> right. And right. replace that one packet of whatever those, that stuff is, which is pretty neat. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I've got many of them. Um, obviously I have a, my fact, um, and I've got a, a couple from like North American. I mean, who doesn't have North North American, kind of the OG, but my favorite and the one that is going to be in my go bag, uh, or in the truck. Most of the time it's from a company. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's going to come from dark angel. And I'm really a big fan of the Dark Angel, and it's called the EDC Trauma Kit. Um, and it's basically a, a an IFAC, a first aid kit with an attached um, trauma kit with it, which comes with uh, a couple different types of tourniquets, some scissors. You've got the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, chest seals. You've got the clotting gauze. Um, right. Oh, hell, I can just go over here to the thing real quick. Uh, compression bandages. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 kind of an IFAC with the trauma attached to it. Uh, right. Kind of an insert um, and all I'm of that. What but I'm talking about. It's exactly right. Yeah, it, it's not just a trauma kit. It's a, it's it's an IFAC oh, plus a trauma. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's you know it's it's about a hundred bucks, maybe a little bit more than a hundred bucks. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's worth to it. Two hundred. Yeah, for the, for the medic, yeah. the pro version. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I remember that the dark the dark angel was 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 that way too, uh, but you're getting basically two you're getting an IFAC and a trauma kit 
all together and, and all of that. Um, and then yeah. you can add different things to them if you want, obviously from their website. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy that. Like I said, North American's great. The MyFact stuff is great. And it's, um, and it's trusted stuff, right? So like oh, yeah. for years and, 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 uh, Mario's got a good question out there. We'll get to it. It's on this yeah. topic here in yeah. a second. But, you know, for years, I kind of had my own, I, I kept my own kits built. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned that with the way that most of these companies, if it's a reputable company, and it sounds like Dark Dark Angel uh, is that way, um, yeah. or, or my medic, with the way that they package their stuff, it lasts longer. That's what I got to, like, band, band, just simple Band-Aids, for example, right? Um, you get... You know, a box of Band-Aids, a package of Band-Aids at Walgreens, at CVS, at Walmart, mm-hmm. wherever, right? And put them in your own. And in a few months, between the moisture that you get, the humidity, and the other stuff, like, they're worthless. Yeah. They're worthless. Yeah. I could go pull my MyFAC out right now, unzip one of those little packages, pull a Band-Aid out, and I can guarantee you that MyFAC is, that that individual packet in there is it came with a MyFAC, I don't even know how many years ago now. And I would 100% guarantee that Band-Aid's going to stick. Yeah. And so that speaks to the quality of the products that are in those packaging, that package or that set um, or kit, uh, and also the care that's taken in making that stuff last as long as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. And when that's unfortunately, that's built into the price when you see, oh, man, it's 200 bucks, you know, for this med kit with the trauma kit add-on or whatever you know and yeah. i can get this one over here for 80 bucks well yeah you can right but is yeah. that stuff going to be worth a crap in six months That's yeah and and i know that we're going to talk about it here in a second but we're talking about tourniquets yeah, um, go ahead. yeah. um I, I appreciate the fact that people are and, and i've been carrying i know you do too uh, tourniquets are, are very important to always have around you. I don't know how many tourn- tourniquets I have throughout the house, the cars and all of that. Uh, they're great to have around, but please don't go buy the six pack of tourniquets on Amazon for $10. Um, just because you can get more of them for cheaper doesn't mean that they're actually going to be, be willing to spend a little bit more for some tourniquets that actually might work and not break. Um, I'm not saying to go spend a ton of money, but you know, you see the six packs for like ten dollars on Amazon. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I trust that or not. You know? Yeah. Now, do you go? Uh, do you go cat or rat? I have both. Um, yeah. I, I I have like on my battle rifle. I have a, a rat. It's uh, right. on there. Uh, I prefer cat because that's how I learned about tourniquets in the Marine Corps were cat tourniquets. Right. Right. Uh, combat applica- application. You have the rapid application, which is the rat, which are they're they're fine. They're fine. I personally prefer cat for multiple reasons. Um, and we've talked about this many many times on, on different podcasts. But uh, if I'm going to carry a tourniquet on my person, it, it it's 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 meant for me. No offense. Now, will I use it if someone desperately needs it? Yes, but that tourniquet's meant for me. Uh, if I need it and someone helps me, they can find a tourniquet. And a cat tourniquet for me is much easier to manipulate one-handed in that yeah. situation than a it rat. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm more of a fan of the cat tourniquet. I have both, but if I, if I had to choose, I, I think it's almost hands down for me, um, the cat tourniquet mo- most definitely. So I, I, um, 
I'm going to throw another one in here now. Sure. As far as what I prefer, uh, sure. I'm with you. I prefer the cat. Yeah. Uh, the MyFact from MyMedic comes with, MyFact Pro comes with a rat. Yeah. Uh, I, however, have a cat in there along with my rat. Sure, of, uh, sure. You know, two is one, one is none, right? Um, but anyway, there's plenty of room in there to add add stuff. I've also got in there a third tourniquet, which is a SWAT, the SWAT T. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. And yeah. those are the rubber ones for those that, that uh, and they're, I mean, they're not the best, uh, and they're a little bit difficult to maneuver and handle and, and to take some practice and learning how to use them and other things. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the space they take up, that's the wonderful thing about that. I'd rather somebody have one that's a little difficult to use and be in a packaging and a configuration that's easier for them to carry where they do carry it. It's kind of like the same thing with a, with a yeah. concealed carry handgun, right? Like I'd rather you have what you're going to carry than sure. nothing at all because nothing's comfortable. Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel the same way about a tourniquet and that's SWAT is the SWAT T is definitely not on the top of my list for a tourniquet. I get that. But if nothing else, and it's that season, and they're fairly economically yeah. priced, <laughs> yeah, um, not ten for twenty bucks or whatever you were talking about on Amazon, but I think yeah. a two pack is maybe twenty five or thirty bucks or something. Yeah, that's not um, bad. They make good stocking stuffers, those. Dudes. Well, and, and, and you talk about the, the the SWAT tourniquet and and all of that, um, <clears throat> and I'll use this analogy. A lot of people in that self-defense that concealed carry, they talk about, I'm going to use my handgun to get to my rifle, you know, to my house or my truck or whatever. Utilize my handgun until I get to the rifle. Utilize this. If you don't have a, a rat or a cat tourniquet, but you do have the elastic bandage or the SWAT tourniquet, whatever you want to call it, um, it can help. Uh, utilize it until maybe you can get to another kind of a tourniquet many, or whatever, you know? How many people have saved lives with a sleeve off a shirt? Absolutely. And a stick. Absolutely. Seriously. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, to say that this won't work or that won't work, now are you going to damage, are you going to damage tissue? Are you going to, you know, could yeah, they potentially lose a probably, limb yeah. or do something like something like that? But you're going to live. Obviously, but you're still saving a life. And that's yeah, the ultimate you're, goal, you're, right? You're going to live. Yeah. yeah it's going to be I, uncomfortable I, for them, may, you know, or whatever. I mean, possibly, right? But the goal is to save the life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Psycho uh, there says skin glue. Uh, skin glue. Um, Yes, skin glue to me is even maybe even below like the the SWAT. Will it help to get to something better? It will slow down flow, and ultimately that's what you're trying to do is stop the bleed is slow the flow, right? So will the skin glue work until you can find something better? Yes, um, but I wouldn't, um, you know, I guys you can go and get a really solid like tourniquet for 15, 20 bucks each do it, you know? Um, and, and right now uh, you can utilize uh, some affiliate links and all of that different things. You're going to be able to find some good, pretty good prices on that stuff. Utilize this it. Time of year. Yeah. This, that's what I'm saying. This time of year, utilize that. Uh, yeah. Be willing to spend. We're talking right, about yeah. saving a life here. Spend a little bit more. Um, spend that fifteen dollars for a decent tourniquet. 
instead of spending $3 on some skin glue or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it can work, but you're trying to talk about saving a life. Um, you know, yeah, I think you should have all, maybe if you had all four of them, then you're set up, right? You yeah. Know? And closing the skin does not necessarily close the wound. And so you can no. create an internal bleeding situation that could actually make it worse. Yeah. You could have organ That's damage nice. and stuff because of that. If you're not careful. So, uh, but, but for minor stuff, for minor stuff in, in a, in a FAK, in a first aid kit, right. Yep. Um, skin glue is yes. An absolute check. Yes. But minor here's the cuts, thing. Even, even, even for bigger cuts, I mean, you know, wounds, if that's all you have, will it help maybe get you to something else? If, if you know that you're five minutes from home and you've got a, a, a tourniquet at home and what you have is that, then sure. I mean, like I said, under any certain circumstances, uh, anything can help. Like you said, a t-shirt and a stick. You just need to buy some time for that's right. You know, medical personnel to get that's to right. you, you know, basically, um, or you to be able to get to your larger kit. Let's see. Yeah. And, 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 and this will be, oh, go ahead. And, well, Mario was bringing up gloves up there and I know we got to move. We got to move along here. Yeah. We've got our announcements to make, but uh, uh, Mario was bringing up gloves and yes, a hundred percent. You need, you need good gloves. Um, but here's the thing, and, and, and I've come to kind of realize this: in an emergency situation, you're not going to be able to change your gloves as you as you attend to multiple people, and right. it's just it's going to be too chaotic. I've seen yep. too many. And this comes from working with a volunteer fire department for many years, and, and working motor vehicle accidents and everything else, and, and kind of seeing this firsthand. Um, if you're trying to stabilize. You know, tend to this person, that person, multi, you're cross-contaminating all the time. Like, the the for medical personnel in a hospital-regulated situation, or maybe even EMS, yes. For the average person, uh, and I'm not saying don't. You should have them on hand if you're dealing with a single person. It's not a, you know, straight-up crazy yeah. emergency situation yeah. or a multiple-victim issue. Then that's one thing. But... Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, medical technology is pretty great that, you know, as far as some of the, the diseases and things with, yeah. with blood on blood and stuff like that, that you could get, um, I, and I'm fairly healthy anyway. Um, I would probably take my chances yeah. as opposed to waste time trying to run down gloves and swap gloves and wash hands and clean off. And that's just me though. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we do move on, uh, I do want to mention this is a great time to mention it. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that might be listening to this in, in replay or in podcast form. Um, we talk about this all the time and about concealed carry and all that. That's wonderful. Everyone should carry. Uh, I will say this, that you can go and get basic first aid, uh, stop the bleed, all sorts of different trauma classes typically for free. Uh, most hospitals uh, will offer free courses for first aid and trauma. Uh, a lot of EMT uh, companies will uh, offer free trauma and first aid classes. So uh, there's really no stopping you to go and get 
uh, first aid and, and CPR and, and trauma, stop the bleed classes. Um, I, I'd recommend everyone getting those done. Like I said, they're free. You at least, at least know how to do all of that stuff. So uh, forestry treat service. yourself. Forestry service, and that's usually handled by state, but the forestry service here will do uh, what they call an outdoor or a wilderness first aid. Yeah. Uh, that does include CPR, um, yeah. but it's, you know, where you trip, you break a leg, you cut yourself badly, you, you know, uh, various uh, rashes and stings and bites and, you know, how to deal with, yeah. with all that type of stuff. So uh, another option, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, thanks to, again, uh, who? MC, Rich B, and Triple S. For the uh, topics on this last episode, speaking of the last episode, uh, like we talked about earlier, even though this is the last episode of 2023, and it will not be until about February of 24, until we kick this off again, yeah. uh, we've got a special announcement now for those that are out there, uh, something very, very cool, that we actually got the ball rolling at NRAM this year on. Back in April. We've really yeah. been able to say much since, but it's uh, it's here going to happen here in a few weeks, and it's time to talk about it, huh? Yeah, uh, we are really excited about this. Um, so during the week of SHOT Show, uh, we'll be doing li- a live podcast from the Bursa booth every day. Um so let's let's talk West Coast time. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of shot will be at three thirty Western, which would be six thirty Eastern time uh, in the afternoon. And then Friday will go at nine o'clock, which would be twelve o'clock noon Eastern time. Uh, we'll be talking. Um, we'll have an hour podcast each day live from the Bursa booth, and we will have two. Uh, two guests at a time with three different segments each hour. So three 20-minute segments. Each segment will have two guests. And we're trying to do something special, and Clover's going to kind of explain um, what what we're going to be doing um, with the guests as well. Yeah, basically six guests a day, uh, and each segment will be basically an organizational guest. So we'll have, let's just say, a lady from the D.C. Project or Women for Gun Rights. And then we'll have, let's say, sitting across the table, Chase from EAA, right? We'll have one guest that's one guest that's organizational in nature, one guest that is industry in nature. So, and it will be a Ghost and Clover branded podcast. Yep. Um, And another reason to get over and subscribe and uh, be paying attention to the Ghost and Clover channel, um, especially if you're unable to catch it at um, at three three thirty. Three thirty Pacific, so six thirty Eastern. Yeah, yeah, and nine, and then nine Pacific on Friday, the week of Shot Show. Uh, Three thirty every day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, and then nine Pacific on uh, Friday. Uh, But if you're not able to catch it live, it will be uh, before we get back, before we're able to get the replay uh, and all that up for you to listen to. So if you're able to tune in, uh, tune in live. It should be. Should be interesting. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, honestly Bursa approached me um, just with an idea of us doing a podcast in their booth. Uh, Ghost had already left it in Ram, uh, and I was making the rounds saying goodbye. 
when Bertha said, "Hey, you got a minute? Uh, sit down and uh, got something we want to ask." And they said, "Hey, what do y'all think about doing the podcast uh, from the doing the podcast from the booth at Shot Show?" And I I, I kind of one upped them, promised a bunch of stuff on behalf of uh, Ghost, <laughs> which thankfully he, <laughs> he said there wasn't a problem. But I kind of brokered that. Oh, not only will we do a podcast, we'll do it every day. Oh, not only will we not do it. Not, not only do it every day, we'll do it live. Oh, not only will we not do it every day and do it live, but we'll have two guests per segment with three different segments for six guests a day. And oh, not only that, but those guests will be split between organizations and industry. And it kind of, their heads exploded. And at that point, they were 100% in. Let's be honest, they cut the check. <laughs> Which, right. Which drastically severely helped with our uh, with our lodging, our trip, and everything to Shot Show, and so uh, for that, uh, I say uh, I say thank you to to Bursa. Uh, It'll be co brand Bursa and Walk the Talk America are in on this together. So yeah, basically, you want to mention Walk the Talk as well. Yep, Bursa and Walk the Talk America, and each day, by the way, Bursa and Walk the Talk America will have. Uh, a guest on to represent them each day. Yep. One of those six each day will be Walk to Talk from Walk to Talk America or Bursa. Yep. So, uh, and yeah, for, as far as WTTA Walk to Talk America, yeah, if you're if you're you know having trouble, uh, especially this time of year, yep. uh, you know you're down in the dumps, you know mentally you you just you're having some issues or whatever. Great resources, great pro two A friendly resources over there at yeah, WTTA. Yeah. So definitely go check them out. Um, and then, yeah, again, big shout, uh, shout out and thanks to, uh, and thanks to Raphael and, and, and Bursa. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to try like the reason why we're trying to do the organization and industry is it sounds weird and it is such a small industry and a small community, but there are a lot of wonderful organizations that the industry doesn't know about. And there's some wonderful organizations that could use some funding. And you try to put together organizations and industry and say, look, you know, we understand that your company, you know, XYZ gun company doesn't have the time to be active in the, uh, whether it's political or, you know, veteran stuff, whatever it is. Um, you don't have to be because there's an organization out there that can do that for you, They, but they do need some help. And so we're trying to bridge the relationships between the industry and these wonderful uh, organizations out there that could use the industry's help. So um, that's one of the reasons why we did it the way we did it as well. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so check that out for sure. Uh, what you got going on this week? Anything? Um, I've got... Um... Yeah, just going to be trying to crank out some more videos and get some stuff done. I picked up, um, so the uh, YouTube channel members on my side, uh, and by the way, on behalf of, of Ghost 2, uh, again, big thank you to the uh, to the YouTube channel members. But the YouTube channel members on my side yesterday, or was it today? It was this morning, maybe. Got a, a preview of a, uh, not a new one, but new to me. That I picked up at the uh, local gun shop yesterday, uh, and so everybody else on the channel, uh, if you don't want to go join up and become a channel member, you'll eventually get privy to uh, what that is. It's pretty cool, but um, just trying to get caught up, man, before shot. Uh, so uh, got quite a few things uh, 
still on the board for 2023 that uh, yeah. probably are not going to yeah. get done. And you're in the same boat, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, I I really thought that December was going to be a, a nice month to catch up uh, and, and finish up anything that we hadn't gotten to. And then literally the first week of December, like three things show up and I've got another one on its way, hopefully soon. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong. Um, but December is a tough month to get anything really done because you don't know what weather's going to do. Plus, you've got all the holiday stuff and all that. But we're going to make time uh, Tuesday night on the Armed Citizen Podcast Live where we're on our Ghost Tactical Channel. We have our, our buddy Nathan from Mitchell Defense. Uh, going to be joining the show. So that'll be a really cool conversation. He's a Sark or uh, what you guys maybe know as a Corman. Uh, not not now. He's not active anymore. A former Corman. Um, but he's got Mitchell Defense would make some really cool rifles and stuff. So he'll be on the show Tuesday night. Whereas uh, yeah. Obama would say he's a corpsman. A corpsman, yes. A corpsman, yes. Um, the tactical pineapple hunt will slow you down. It will. It's okay. Um, but understand that most people don't realize that I had to wear a helmet uh, as a young child on the bus. So I'm used to wearing helmets. Uh, but no, uh, I enjoy I enjoy wearing that helmet, and I've got some tactical goggles. I got my day vision nods uh, that you guys uh, my may or may not have noticed in the last couple of videos. But the, the day vision nods have really helped my eyesight. I'm not gonna lie. And, uh, but yeah, we're, we're trying, we're having some fun for sure. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, uh, Chris to spend time with the family. Um, well, I guess from the ghost and Clover, we can wish everybody a Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah or if we're out there, um, you know, I'll have my show Tuesday that I can still say all that, but from the ghost and Clover show, uh, you won't see us until February. So, yeah. So I hope everybody new year, has a Merry new Christmas. Year, and happy new year. Year's. You're in on that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It's strange. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, six weeks at least, probably. So, it's kind of yeah. strange to think that we're not going to um, mandatory care out there. Six dollars. Just keep fighting. We'll do, brother. Appreciate you very much. Appreciate you very much out there. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah. What else you got? Uh, I will be in the garage. He's an angry elf. 